Okay, good morning, guys. This is Conversations for Men and Women. And for the first time, I'm actually able to say that this is me having conversations with a man and plural women. We've got a surprise guest, new beautiful woman here that's going to basically give her her um, give all of us her, her beautiful wisdom. Jamie Lee Jones, a fellow psychotherapist and holistic counsellor from the Sutherland Shire. Um, we're also joined again by Diana Black, again, holistic counsellor and psychotherapist from the Ulladulla, Milton Ulladulla region, and Chad Taylor um, as my fellow man here in conversation about masculinity and femininity, which... Uh, sometimes I feel like I know absolutely nothing about and other times I find myself in my deep masculine feeling like I've got all knowingness about exactly what it is, at least in the masculine, um, to, to embody that notion um, and the feminine to some extent as well. I'm going to take a relatively small backseat here and um, allow the wisdom to unfold really quickly. I'd like you guys all just to, to come in with your microphones on and you mute off just say a quick hello so good day everybody hey hello <laughs> hello hello hi everyone good to be here again dean good to see you, jamie good to see you, so great to have you guys here did i say it's episode 13 did i say it's also um what the 6th of april 2022 um did i say this is going to be a cracker of an episode, I'm sure. Look, the intentions, which I always like to start with, is for me personally to work a little bit, to work through things a little bit more, as always, in conjunction with you guys, hopefully, and um, above all, to be able to hopefully serve anyone out there that might be listening and joining up a few of the dots themselves. Let's um, let's all manifest that intention of growing together, becoming and wisened together um, so we can all live in a more peaceful state of joyful, happy, compassion, um, compassionate, peace, full stop. Okay, look, that's enough rambling from me. Jamie Lee Jones, I'd like to ask you, um, one is a point of reference so that we can hear your, hear your voice and, um, and, yeah, just get an essence into what you represent with this question specifically is there something going on at the moment collectively, maybe locally or maybe even on the bigger picture that gives you a sense into a, an aspect of being feminine or masculine atmospherically? Is there, is there, I know that you're an energy healer in one aspect of your um, powers of, of being able to process things. You know, what's going on for you and your senses? Yeah, first of all, thank you so much for having me on here with you guys. It's just so good to be here and chat with you guys. So I'm really grateful. Um, it's interesting at the moment with all this rain, to me, that represents feminine. It represents the clearing that's coming through. And when we look at, you know, all this rain, Mother Earth, everything that's going on, I feel that we're really in a feminine state at the moment. There's no, you know, there's no fire happening. There's no heat happening which to me that feels like masculine energy it's cool it's raining it's clearing it's feminine fantastic that's just the precise weather report that i was i was hoping to hear um 
yeah, when I when I feel into all of that, there's there, there's definitely an embrace that I feel from from that energy. Um, it feels comforting for me and and soothing for me. It feels restful for me. Um, yeah, it feels it definitely feels soft. Well, it also makes us go inside, right? Like it makes us actually come back into our homes and it makes us take time to, you know, instead of going out and being out and about, it actually makes us come back home to ourselves and makes us stay inside, which then gives us an invitation to kind of look at what's happening with inside ourselves as well. But also, as you said, like giving ourselves a big hug, warm blankets. <laughs> it's, it's so nice. I always couple the... Um, the diligent practice of meditation with the preliminary practices of, of deep contemplation. Um, for some of us, that's easier. For some of us, it's harder. Chad Taylor, as I mute and actually turn off my video as well, because I know we're a little bit clunky with the reception today with all this feminine energy atmospherically. Chad, what's, what's your interpretation of, of all of that? What are you feeling? Yeah, following on from what Jamie said, I feel like it is a good, good time to go in you know this last couple of years with lockdowns and coronavirus and fires and floods i feel like it's been a you know it's been the universe's way of telling us that we need to sort of you know look inwards look inwards for our happiness look inwards and see what's going on see what's really important and and can we can we grow from this you know, there's two ways of looking at, at a rainy day, you know. Oh, it's rainy or, you know, oh, it's rainy, but that's really good because I can, you know, I've, I've got stuff I need to do, you know, and a lot of that stuff is probably inner work, is stuff that we don't do when we're busy out in the world in that masculine-driven energy. So, yeah, it was um, it was nice to hear the way Jamie framed it and, yeah, and I just, I quite enjoy the rain. Not this much of it, but I do, I do like a good day inside just to journal and, and read and, and do the things that I need to do. Thanks, Dan. Yeah, cheers, Chad. I um, sit here upon my, my cushion in front of the computer, mindful of not falling down into the open basement, which has been flooded by... Um, all the rain, which I, I want to make the analogy of being the downpour of femininity that allows me to sit deeper into the contemplative space that gives me the point for growth. And I think maybe that's more of a question than a statement to you, Diana Black. Is it, is it this contemplative space that's the, the feminine? Is it, is it to be to be in the feminine, to be deeply seated in the in the feminine, is that akin to being in this contemplative space where we can feel all the feels, where we can actually process our environments, um, big or small, with within the body, as opposed to the masculine um, headspace of, like Chad said, you know, hard action, doing, doing. Um, yeah, is, is that what you see as well? Is it about feeling all the feels in our body and the feminine in the contemplative space, space so we can grow? Is that the only way we can grow from the feminine? I've got a feeling that maybe that's the deal. What's, what's your interpretation of that, Di? 
Yeah, I'm just reflecting on what you said about it's kind of like there has, you know, the fire flood, pandemic, war and flood again. I mean, whether it be like, for instance, at the moment I'm um, having probably one of the most major disabilities I've had with the total hip replacement and it's allowed me to journey inward further and actually embrace the things that I've always said, oh, I've got that, I can do that later when I can't move kind of thing. I can do that later when I can't move, you know, like my music. I've got a good music program on my computer. Um, But, yeah, definitely an illness, anything that we see as a negative often, we see it as a negative can be if we just allow ourselves to just drop in and embrace it and sink into that what is the moment and what is really happening as opposed to what we think should be happening, um, we can find just infinite joy and celebration of self, which can elude a lot of us because we we think we have to be all so busy and doing and human doing, as Chad said in one of the um, podcasts, um, but being to learn how just to be is where the magic is, you know. Um, if you're into any sort of spiritual or, or religious, in a religious context, you know, in um, even even in the biblical, in in the Christian con- context, you know, the kingdom of heaven is in the in the present moment. I mean, I think that's where heaven lies, or where joy and and eternal bliss lies. Thanks. Thanks so much, Di. I couldn't agree more. I, um, I'm just pondering back to our very first podcast, referring back in my mind to the very first podcast that we had, which was, again, themed um, masculinity and femininity, just exploring these ideas. And I just had the realisation, too, that this originally, the podcast was called uh, Conversations for Men, uh, before we called it Conversations for Men and Women. So what I'm wondering is, and I'll throw this one to you now, Jamie. Um, I'll go slowly because I'm not exactly sure what's going to go out and I certainly don't want to make it too convoluted. As a, as a conversation for all of us in relation, is it from a male, pers- from, from a female perspective, necessary for us men to do the work in our feminine to be able to relate from our masculine to the feminine. Now that, that sounds confusing to me, let alone what I can only imagine it feels for you. I'm just going to say that out loud once more in a more simplified way. Do men and actually do women, do we all need to explore the depths of both sides of of the masculinity and femininity within ourselves to be able to work in relationship to each other that's my question yeah and it's it's such a good question and I definitely think so and I think as you said on the second time round, it's definitely it works both ways right I think for a woman to understand a man it's definitely working with both aspects of the feminine and masculine within ourselves, and vice versa I think it helps us communicate better I think it helps us understand 
better. And I help, I think it also helps us flow better together in union with another person when we have both aspects within ourselves and an understanding. So as a woman, if I can understand my masculine side, I think it would definitely support me in relationship with a man because I would understand when he's, you know, when he's driven or when he's really in his masculine state, I can flow with that because I understand it. That's awesome. That's the answer I was hoping for. And now I'm batting straight through through to you, Chad. Um, having personally experienced recently a, a deep unexpected delve um, into my feminine that, that didn't work for me in relationship at the time um, in, in most ways. It worked in certain ways. It certainly worked in basically bringing up the unexpected, as Di just mentioned, um, as far as making expectations around things it it basically just totally um, contradicted the expectations I had um, from from a different part of me which is great that's where the growth is Chad with respect to relationship I'd love to get your take on on what it is to basically embody or to embrace both sides of the equation yeah thanks guys it's um I like what you spoke to there Jamie it really is something that we don't learn as we're growing up. You know, it's from what, from what I experience with clients and relationship counselling, it's almost like I would say the majority of women are stuck in their masculine, the majority of men are stuck in their feminine. And, and I really believe from courses I've done, from things I've read, from things I've experienced, that, that this has a lot to do with you know, the demise of the nuclear family. You know, and this, this traces right back from from the world wars where the men were sent off to the men were sent off to war. So all these boys started growing up without a father figure and just unconsciously took on the role of what their mother did because being a father wasn't you know, being masculine wasn't really modelled to them. You know, and, and that isn't their fault and it isn't their father's fault for being conscripted to war and it isn't their mother's fault. But I, I suppose what I'd ask is what, what do we do about it now? You know, Carl Jung talks a lot about, you know, we generally are looking, you know, most males are generally searching for their mother unconsciously and most females are searching for their father unconsciously. But what we do is we project that out into the world. And I, I believe that what we're actually really looking for is we're looking for that opposite within us to then become whole. You know, all I spoke about Christianity and, and other religions and about this, this sacredness and this union. You know, it's almost been given to us that we, everything we need is out there. But what if we turn that lens on ourselves and, and actually realise that you know, what I need is inside of me. You know, I I hope I've spoke to that concisely and, and so people out there can understand because this is a massive topic. Like this could almost be a podcast on its own, not that it will be. But you know, this is so deep, you know, what is it what is it to be in your masculine? What is it to be in your feminine? And and I don't believe it. A male should be solely in his masculine. Neither do I believe that a feminine, a, a woman should be 
solely in her feminine. I believe it, it needs to be more like a dance, you know, to and fro. And, and there'll be times where, you know, that we, we spoke about that safe container. You know, to me, that safe container is the masculine and the feminine energy can bounce around inside of it. And, and that safe, strong container will be there for that, for that other person. But in saying that, it doesn't, it doesn't mean that the responsibility is solely on either sex to do that. But I do believe we, we need to be capable of, of playing both roles, which, you know, I would say majority of couples that I see, the woman is always holding the house together, you know, and then, and then they get burnt out with that. And the same as, you know, sometimes the woman just wants to know that the man's got them, you know, it's all right, I've got this. You know, you're free to let yourself down in front of me. I don't, I don't see many women around that actually feel fully like they can, they can trust their partner. That you know, if they if they released all control, that everything would be okay, and they could trust their partner. And this could just be clients that are coming to me because I need to heal some wounds. You know, they say in, they say in psychotherapy and in counselling that you'll you will generally, you know, the universe will send clients will actually allow us to heal our own wounds because this is stuff that I've worked through, you know, but what I, what I love to do now is work with, you know, with other men and other women around this topic, you know, and, and this starts really young. You know, I've got a lot of teenage boys I work with who haven't had a father figure and now they're getting to the age of dating, you know, they don't actually know how to make decisions. They can't take, take control. They, you know, these are all masculine qualities, you know, their friend or partner might say, oh, what do you want to do for dinner tonight? And the answer they'll get back is, I don't know, darling, what do you want to do? You know, and to me, that's not an attractive quality all the time. You know, it, it, it's got to be a balance. So I guess to sum up what you asked, and yeah, we do need to, we do need to embody both of these sides of us, you know. The whole, the whole world is in duality, you know, day, night, rain, sun winter, summer, you know, when those things, you know, if it was summer all the time, I'm sure we'd be screaming out for a rainy day. And if it was raining all the time, as it had been a lot lately, we're screaming out for a sunny day. It's the same way if we're always in our feminine, you know, part of us and also part of the people around us is sort of, is hoping that the masculine will show, show through soon, you know, break through those clouds. You know, I love I love this topic. I love talking about this because relationship is everything. You know, relationships are everything, not just intimate, sexual, personal relationships, but relationships. You know, see, so yeah, I might um I might leave some space for somebody else, but yeah, I'm really passionate about this stuff, and it's just there's there's so much growth in this for everybody, especially ourselves once we delve into it. It can be a hard pill to swallow. You know, I, I see a lot of women struggle to un, to really comprehend that they're in their masculine and the same with a lot of men. But if we can actually see, see the truth, then we can move forward from that. Thanks so much, Chad. As I recently, as I alluded to in the last time I spoke about having recently um, 
found myself consciously moving into a state of uh, of, fem- of more more femininity over what's um, my masculine side that's usually um, significantly more prevalent. When I found myself sliding more into <clears throat> this this feminine role alongside um, the person that I was in relationship over this period, uh, it goes without saying that, like you said, in uh, in these balancings of the energies that she slid um, noticeably, at least from my perspective, uh, closer towards the masculine side of things. Fact is, it was a, a really well-functioning balance. The balance remained strong as we moved uh, from one side of the spectrum to the other um, concurrently and in the opposite directions. As far as the goals of what we're trying to achieve in unison at that time, but what was also super apparent is that it definitely came with the experience of um, of close, intimate, connected partnership being removed from the equation altogether. We became super functional in terms of becoming a team that was able to create um, create functionality for for others in this case. But as far as our intimacy and connectivity personally went it um it didn't work for us and so this is where I step into the how-to guide like I did last week it's going to be a really simple one before I pass it over to the real experts from the masculine I think it's really important for other men out there and for for women as well to um to have a have a think have a contemplate <laughs> uh, ironically from the feminine I guess as we alluded to before but to think about basically the masculine in terms of what it means for me as representing the hard decisive knowingness not even the hard the, the decisive knowingness as to where we stand uh, I talk a lot with my clients about you know, with my male clients um, about masculinity um, versus femininity I talk to them about basically getting to know who they are, getting to know what they value, getting to know, getting for all of us men in our masculine, getting to know what we stand for, um, what those boundaries are, what the consequences are um, of having those boundaries uh, not met in relationship and being steady in that, in that state, being steady in the way that we are like that. And it doesn't mean we have to be fixed. It just means that we have to be, and in my eyes anyway, and I'm so stoked to be proven wrong or to be told otherwise, it's, this is an exploration for all of us. But to have an assuredness in that way of being in our masculine is to be masculine in, in my mind in, in a certain sense, in, in part, not entirely. And so, Chad, I won't pass it to you straight now. I'm going to ask um, you die if you can give me a little how-to on what it might be to practice the feminine. Mm. <clears throat> um, what, what's coming up for me is self or soul is is both. Is it's it's the like um, Jamie was saying we 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 get to know ourselves through dancing um, in a relationship, 
um, we experience the full feminine part of ourselves, especially when a relationship's new and it's very romantic and sexual. Um, your sex, your body, it's your anatomy that creates that and the sexuality that creates that division, I think. But the actual soul is both. And I think that is, you know, spending that time with self allows you to realise that. And I think um, Chad said that women are in their um, masculine, or he gets a feeling that a lot of women are in their masculine at the moment and men are in their feminine, like there's been a switch. But it's it feels like there's a, a move towards the knowledge that we aren't one or the other. We are both and it is just our anatomy. I am, I'm born in a female body and I have, am a slave. When you're young, a young woman, um, you know, you really are a slave to your hormones and young men, the same, their hormones, once they hit year nine, their brains are out the window, their hormones just take over the, the that's the predominant natural instinctive drive to procreate and you know it all comes back to that we are animals and we are whether we like it or not our bodies are going to proceed with what with the instinctive drives but our consciousness has changed the whole world um women's Women and men don't, I don't see a difference anymore. But I, I understand that in a, in a situation, in a relationship, and where sex and intimacy, intimacy on a physical level, I mean, intimacy is not just physical, it is, it is a whole way of communicating. But um, to get that buzz and to have that drive to connect and, and it's just that lovely lovely thing but um it is only your body's really tricking you into you know reproducing so you know later in life you you can sort of settle back into more you know concentrating on self but yeah Dean I totally ad- agree that an attractive man is a man who knows himself so for men that would be definitely embracing their feminine side but not totally you know um pushing down their masculine either I mean you can't deny your your masculinity of your physiology but your strength once you know what you think but another thing that I won't go on too long but men from my experience and it took me a long time to learn it we women expect men to know what we're thinking we expect men to um, women are much better at anticipating, or well, some women, some women aren't, but it can be a personality thing. But men need to know what is expected of them. You know, you, they all you have to do is say, uh, ask and actually say, this is what I need, and then they know the rules. But a lot of men don't. They do really need to be given um, guidance on what what we want because 
you know, a man's world is definitely different purely because of their physical, um, their ma- the brain is mapped in a certain way. But then you've got this um, now this change where we're accepting that some people's hormonal levels may be not one way or the other. We may be more um, in the middle. So there seems to be, you know, perhaps it's a movement towards just accepting that we are a being and that the body is just purely a um, creating all this masculine, feminine division, but we are definitely both. I'll, I'll leave it there and let Great. Thanks so much, Di. That left me with so many questions um, and a lot of insights as well that I really appreciate. I, um, I definitely have got more fodder for contemplating um, our collective evolution, um, our collective movement towards a higher consciousness um, that may well be independent of notions of aligning ourselves with one aspect of femininity or, or masculinity. Um, and my instinctive response to that is in alignment with your diet. I believe that is the case. Um, and then, then on the other end of the spectrum that you just, that you just gave us food for thought for is this um, masculinity and feminine, uh, the masculine and feminine aspects of, of each of us um, being maybe primarily or at least significantly um, part of us for, for drives towards uh, human evolution in, in a population sense or in a procreational sense, um, re- human reproduction um, in continuing to basically sustain, um, yeah, basically birth and ourselves as, as a species, as a, as a being. Now that, they seem like potentially two completely counter opposite um, alignments. And I'm wondering if you, Jamie, would like to speak to that or if nothing else, perhaps be able to give us an insight into what it might be from the feminine that, um, that you can suggest to the masculine would be beneficial. Yeah, I'd love to. I loved how you spoke to Dean, how you said, to me, the masculine is standing strong in who he is. And that's exactly how I feel as well. It's they stand strong in like who they are. And that could be an element within us as well, right? So for the feminine, to me, that feels like flow, spirit, movement, dance. And it's kind of the other polarized side of it. And then so for a feminine to kind of if you're in that, I guess, if you can kind of visualize yourself in that flow state, what would really support you is having a man who was really strong in himself as you spoke to, to really guide you or to really show his intentions. I find that as Chad spoke to a lot of men these days, because they kind of are dancing in their feminine, they can do, he gave a great example. Um, You know, when we would say, what would you like for dinner? And you go, whatever you want. But that, that kind of is a feminine answer, right? Because that's the flow answer. 
And that's annoying. Like from a feminine's perspective, that can be really annoying because it's like you want the, the masculine to come in and really show direction and really show um, his strength and that he knows what he wants and that he stands strong in what he wants. Um, that's, you know, and I think that that's such an important thing that maybe sometimes I think men think, oh, like if we let her decide, um, it would really, it would really like, that's nice. Right. But it's actually, it's interesting because it's showing us that that person's indecisive and that isn't what for a lot of us that the masculine represents. And I think even though that sounds really like a small thing, it actually is a big thing because that small thing could actually amplify into bigger things, right? Um, Again, as Chad spoke to, you know, something like cleaning the house or, you know, the women like run the household. Yeah, I think there's a balance. But if the man just comes home and takes his shoes off and lies on the lounge and watches the TV, why the woman is doing absolutely everything, again, that forces her into the masculine, which then is going to throw the whole relationship off. Um, and that's when issues start arising. So I think that having that balance within ourselves, I think it's fine for men to sometimes be, you know, more in their feminine and go, you know what, you decide. But I think when it's a constant thing, um, it can be really hard for the feminine and then it forces them to make the decisions. And then that's when the switch happens from earlier on. That's just what my masculine wanted to hear. That's perfect. <laughs> really, that's what that's that's the deal, and that's how I see it as well. So that's um, yeah, each and every one of us in alignment there, um, with respect to the fact that the man in his masculine or whoever man or woman in their masculine by choice is to be assured as to what they stand for. Um, and I, I use the caveat again, and I use boundaries as a um, caveat before but I, I actually just say even more so that the caveat is to be self-assured and completely um completely independent of any any fear of repercussions of what that self-assuredness might might lead to um, that's how self-assured i i consider the the deep masculine to be chad we've got five minutes and i'm gonna gonna hand over the reins to you because yeah, this is something I know that's a big part of your life's work alongside mine and everyone everyone else that we talk to in these discussions. What do you reckon, man? Yeah, I um I loved what both what what everyone said today. But it um like Jamie said, it it's okay for us men to be in our feminine part of the time. But if it becomes the dominant role that we take on it does seem to put his shitty energy in, into a relationship you know and and this you know i love what Di spoke about how we're moving to a new consciousness you know but even if we look at same-sex couples you know they're generally there generally seems to be somebody you know it doesn't matter what physical body they're in but somebody in that role in in that couple it takes on the sort of feminine dominant role and the masculine dominant role. And and that's the same for, for same-sex couples in women and for men. You know, so this, this to me goes way deeper than than our physicality. You know, and and it's been happening right through the ages. You know, from, from stuff that I've researched, from seminars that I've been to. You know, men were always 
the you know these we're talking you know thousands of years ago but men were the protectors and the women had to be inside the caves we don't live like that anymore it doesn't mean that women need cavemen and men need somebody that's inside the cave doing everything else but i almost feel as if the world has changed faster than what our brains can you know die is the term we're still animals and we are so it's almost like we should actually consciously know it doesn't matter but we don't and that's why i see any relationship that i see that is long term personally and this could be completely wrong and i may offend some people out there both men and women seems to be that if the only way the relationships stay together is if the men take on that flow state that what's for dinner i don't mind state that the women get to run the households and the men become the yes men and that's okay if that works for them but what i see is i'm getting 60 year old couples 70 year old couples 80 year old couples where the women are, are worn out you know they're worn out of just always having to be the strong one you know like like Jamie spoke about you know the men are always in their flow they're emotional they do what they want to do and the women have got to take it together and I, they get to a point from what I'm experiencing where they just need the men to step up a bit and take some direction but then the flip side of that is they need to feel safe enough to relinquish the control that everything's going to be okay and that's where such a simple thing as you know what do you want for dinner can actually transfer 50 years down the track to the men can't make a decision and the women are left doing everything so to sum up you know there's so much stuff out there that people can can delve into and and really you know it, it can be a hard pill to swallow to realize that hang on a minute maybe no, maybe this is the way it is, and and I, and I know we're running out on time here, so I'm going to say, you know, I'm very passionate about this, and it's been great to have Jamie on, Di, Dean, everybody else listening out there. I'm sure they've loved to hear a new voice, and I'll see you guys next week. Thanks, guys. Can't wait to see you next week as well. Thanks, Jamie. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thanks so much. It's been amazing having you. Thanks so much, Di. Thank you. Thanks, Chad. See you guys soon. Bye. Bye.